Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, June 8th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Alter and State Secret Pools on ShadeSwap. Hosted by Shade Protocol. Let's take a listen. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone is doing well. Thank you all for being here on time. I'm going to give this a few more moments to let some people come through. I know we're still waiting on Carter. Uh, to join us here. Um, so we'll give this another minute or two before we kick off the discussion. Thank you guys for being here early. Uh, who do we happen to have behind the altered uh, account? Hello, it's me, Oscar, Mr. Freeman. Ah, nice Hello. to chat with you again, Oscar. Likewise. How's it going, sir? It's going well. Uh, I was actually listening through some of the old House of Shade uh, interviews we did. Gosh, this is over a year ago that we started this. Uh, <laughs> and I remember doing a, a, a space with you, Oscar. And uh, uh, coming around full circle for me is that was uh, as a community member doing that and now getting to uh, do something very similar as an official contributor to the protocol. So really happy to have you here. Nice. Likewise, and happy to again speak with you. And hopefully today we have more people coming and joining the session. But if not, that's okay. It's summer <laughs> eventually, and uh, it's still it's still bearish market. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's interesting is we've been seeing. Uh, so you know, I've I've only really looked at our past few Twitter Spaces, but we'll have, let's say. 30 or 40 people listen in live uh, throughout the whole thing. And then within the next day, we'll have a few hundred different listeners. So I think oftentimes it's just, you know, the the time zones don't line up for people. But the fact that they, we record these and we make them available, people do go back and listen to them. Nice. Um, yeah, that's Which really, is really good. good. And then we also generally will take these recordings and we'll uh, cut them up. Um, we'll find some really good clips mm -hmm. of us talking about really important topics where if uh, someone's just describing a process or an ethos really, really well, uh, we generally will clip those and we'll use those for repromotion stuff. Um, so we get a lot of, I think uh, everyone involved gets a lot of value out of these. So even when they're, uh, even when they're small spaces, I mean, I've done spaces where it's literally me, the guest and one other person <laughs> just getting cozy, uh, talking to each other. Um, sometimes it happens like that. Uh, but, but anyways, while we're waiting on Carter, uh, we'll go ahead and, uh, kick this off one. Welcome. Uh, People who are here, welcome, Oscar. Incredibly happy to be welcoming one of the OG Secret Network builders utilize, uh, that was utilizing secret smart contracts. Today, we're joined by Oscar Freeman from Alter. Uh, Oscar, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, hi. I am a Web3 OG. I've always been fanatic about the blockchain technology itself, and also I'm privacy focused person and definitely Walter was one of the uh, projects that I see myself fit in uh, when it comes to my own uh, values and when it was super uh, I would say challenging to build uh, I would say permissionless in a way and private for users to communicate between each other because I mean, it's not an easy job uh, to create something new on the space. And especially when it comes to like encryption, which is the like most important part. 
And uh, yeah, it's been uh, some time already. I think like two years. I I remember Carter uh, onboarding me and my first team, and uh, those first calls and everything else. Like, yeah, it was uh, exciting times to be fair, and uh, and also uh, thanks always to Carter about the support back then. And so uh, yeah, I remember that call too. I, I'll never forget. It. I was actually visiting Chicago uh, in the United States to visit um, Tor for the first time in person. And I remember taking that call um, and talking to Tor right away about it afterwards and being super pumped. Like we got to get these guys like they've, they've checked out, you know, other privacy chains, but like we should totally like that they should build on secret. Um, so I was, that was before I was working for shape protocol and I was purely you know, here to help Seeger Network grow. And yeah, it's super cool to see Alter ship products and see where you guys have uh, landed today. Yeah, thanks. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I remember about those those first calls and uh, and afterwards, like the, the, the so-called um, incorporation with, with the Seeger Network and also the first product launch. Uh, so yeah, it, it was super exciting and definitely I, I kind of like miss actually the good times when uh, people were more relaxed uh, in a way that the relationship were better to build out. <laughs> now in the bearish market, like everybody wants just to wreck each other and just push down. But I think in this so-called uh, situation in the market, I think we just need to collaborate more and more with each other and grow it. and yeah and this is what we're doing together with shade and uh alter yeah i just went back and uh double checked because i was curious how quick or like uh when we actually did that house of shade interview with alter and you guys were our second uh project that we did community spotlight for so it's definitely been over a year so i'm really excited to uh get to hear some of the uh advancements and milestones achievements you guys have had thus far and kind of talk about where we're at today and why we're on this space. Um, so for anyone who hasn't seen the recent announcements from Alter or Shade Protocol, Shade Protocol is going to be launching a new Alter stake secret pool on ShadeSwap later today, barring any technical issues. As of right now, things are looking real solid. Um, and we'll be discussing this a little bit more in the space, but to kick off things, I was hoping to uh, give a little bit of background on the protocols here today. Um, Obviously, uh, I'm sure most of you are familiar with Shade Protocol, but I definitely want to allow Oscar um, some time to give a little uh, introduction for Alter and a uh, small overview uh, so we can kind of appreciate the glow up that's happened thus far. Um, anyone that knows the Shade Protocol story, uh, think you, I think you can understand the glow up pretty well. Um, but I want to give Oscar a chance to talk about, um, you know, kind of this journey of Alter uh, leading up to where they're at today. Um, so Oscar, would you mind uh, giving us a short introduction of Alter, maybe just like a high level overview of what Alter um, is as a product suite and some of the high level achievements and milestones you guys have achieved uh, since your launch? Yeah, thanks. I mean, we, we did start with a uh, uh, prototype and then we onboarded around 1,700 users in the first week which is like super hyped for us. And uh, then afterwards, we basically get our heads down and worked on to the MVP stage. And when it comes to like encryption enhancements, also we needed to deliver new UI. Uh, so we have better user experience. Then we have also pivots in the roadmap. Like we added more things. Uh, those things were like stake to access, which enabled like to have exposure on different blockchain networks from Cosmos ecosystem that allows like to stake uh, your token of any other network in particular amount. And then with through a Kepa wallet, you'll be able to like access the altar for free, which is super nice. Um, so far, I think we support 11 or 10 networks. Um, we do hope to achieve more networks in the in the next few months. We know that we're going to be deploying on uh, Say and also on Archway Network uh, because um, when we expanded our roadmap with the product, uh, we currently are actually focusing on 
providing integration documents and also SDK to support different projects that have outreached to us uh, to uh, basically integrate the alter communication platform. And in general, like what people can do now is uh, chat message privately as individuals or in the group. Uh, we do have lots of features already ready to, uh, to be deployed uh, when it comes to enhancements for chats. But uh, since we have a mobile version outside, like we need to take care of like both sides. So one side doesn't break. <laughs> and that is actually one challenge that uh, when it comes to like mobile development, I know that Shade is going to be deploying mobile. Uh, yeah, I can share like some experience that definitely uh, both sides should be always uh, um, taken care of, which, which might actually take more time. And then we have file management. Um, it's just, it's not like storage space that we are taking uh, care of, but more like user interactions and also encryption decryption where the users are, of course, again, uh, having the encryption decryption on their end user side. So basically on their um, device. And we successfully also integrate the Huddle 01 for the calls with our so-called uh, white labeling, their solution inside of ours, adjusting also the designs and um, then as well, uh, use case of smart contract to uh, utilize uh, the smart contract signal network to deploy your private key of Alter. So you have instant authorization with just one click of Kepler Wallet, which is super nice. And yeah, um, we did improve uh, uh, one more time the user experience. And we have actually already have the Android. Uh, almost ready. The thing is that we want to migrate a lot of things with new features on board with the mobile uh, support for iOS and Android. So that will be a bit taking time. And we want to have exposure to um, zero knowledge proof chains where we can also grow the authority, but also at the same time present like Secret Network and uh, uh, so-called smart contract uh, programmable privacy, like what, what can be reachable. Um, so we have some narrative there that we're currently playing out. Um, we have applied there like with uh, um, uh, with so-called relationship for the business development together with like Zeki Sync, uh, All of Zero, uh, Scroll, and um, there might be two other um, zero knowledge proof networks that we will be looking like seeing how we can interact and get more audience uh, on our side. So, um, and definitely, yeah. I think the last year also was full of like crypto crisis in summer, <laughs> starting with like Luna and Terra. So, uh, <laughs> um, and then of course, Secret Swap. But yeah, it's it is what it is, you know. Um, we need to continue more on and basically still deliver. So, sorry for you bring no, <laughs> no, that I'm sitting here listening like on the edge of my seat. Uh, I've it's been great to listen to you describe all of these different advancements and, and juxtaposing all of that technical um, uh, productivity you guys have had in the face of a bear market, in the face of, you know, crypto not crashing, but, uh, you know, experiencing heightened volatility and, um, you know, basically the whole works, really everything trying to stop you from developing and pushing forward, you guys. Uh, along with Shade, have been continuing to push forward and develop. And if if I'm not mistaken, Alter was the first um, application listed on app stores that was using Secret Network smart contracts. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, yeah, exactly. We we were also listed in uh, Google Play Store with WebView um, and basically interactions there. Um, but yeah. Um, in general, yeah, it 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 was challenging, you know, to be fair, like, uh, because you have so many setbacks at the same time, and most of those setbacks are like um, connected to like financial things, um, and those are like impacting always the the whole so called, uh, um, I would say, in pre outside expectations and 
at the same time like you need to manage your whole like project and you need to be responsible for the things so um so yeah we we still continue and we still are seeing exposure and definitely like we we waited quite a lot for shade to launch and the protocol itself so uh we can finally like also grow inside the liquidity on secret um so far like osmosis is great and all but um we have a pool of, of osmo but i mean there are some uh other so-called uh, pools there with osmo like we cannot compete with the rewards so and that's why it's better as well to kind of grow inside of the second network so far with liquidity beautiful way to say that uh carter before we get into uh, the crux of this discussion would you mind giving a quick introduction for yourself for anyone who isn't familiar with you i think everyone who knows about shape protocol uh, is aware of you, but you give yourself a quick introduction. Sure. Carter here, been in the crypto space since 20, 2017. Um, first three years was spent writing and researching a book, uh, discovering that DeFi was totally transparent. And then 2020 to 2021 was spent uh, helping grow Secret Network and basically being a very uh, involved uh, community member. And then 2021 to 2023, was building out Shade Protocol and the DeFi suite that we're, um, you know, that we all know and love. So, yeah, appreciate that, Carter. It's always good to just give a give a little bit of backstory on the people who are here um, discussing, and I think it's going to be especially pertinent for how I like to kick this off. So, before we dive into the details of the pool launch and some of the associated details, I wanted to dive a bit into the shared ethos of privacy um, that both Shade Protocol and Alter share. Um, and this is not only something that's like um, held mentally, emotionally, it's something that this ethos is built right into both of these product suite. And the reason I want to really dive into this is because oftentimes when we talk about privacy, whether it be builders or users, just, you know, your average citizens, it means something slightly different to everyone you ask. And the application of privacy in its varying degrees brings about a range of value propositions depending on you know where it's being that privacy is being applied you know within defi privacy pro provides protection from value extraction uh, with communication social networks digital infrastructure privacy allows you to can maintain full control over your personal data and your communications without worrying of someone else being able to access it without your permission um, and so to kick this off, Oscar, I, I want to start off by asking you, why is privacy so important to you as a builder um, and also as a person who uses privacy preserving technologies? Yeah, I, I think it's like the, the freedom of uh, choosing what you want to share. Like that's the first thing, because so far we, we have no option on the Internet itself. Like what do you want to choose to share or not? And thing is that we unknowingly for the past i know two decades been giving up on our data because of the nice use experience and at the same time we are not receiving anything back and the price itself is like as as carter also says like human rights and i definitely agree to that statement is that it is a basic human right that you have your own uh, so-called right to your privacy and uh, seeing the potential like how you can uh, seek uh, information about any person on the internet or even on blockchain networks in itself uh, with the public ledgers i mean it's super easy to contract uh, basically have any analysis um, but at the same time like me or somebody else who have been like interacting with so many uh, things it's best to have like uh, uh, privacy with with so-called uh, um, permissionless and at the same time you, you can choose whether you want to share that data or not and uh, that's like the primary reason i'm working for that uh, the same with like uh, <clears throat> vpn services where basically in in sweden the one of the biggest like all the vpn service providers like mulwad was invaded by police uh, because there was somebody from Germany who requested from the government to, to, to do that. And of course, like they, they were preserving the privacy of their users by ha not having data about their users. So that's nice. And second thing, when it comes to like DeFi side, um, 
I think like if Bitcoin would add the price layer, like we would be in different situation now with the, with with the market itself and with the DeFi itself as well. Um, and that's why like Monero appeared, Zcash, Zcash appeared. Um, but all the missed one thing is uh, this pro- programmable privacy, like where you where you want to choose or not what to share. So, and this is what Second Network enables for DeFi side, and, and I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, the optionality to share your data that that personal choice to share your data, I think, is one of the most important parts, and I think that is, you know, when we talk about the difference between privacy and it and anonymity. Um, most people conflate the two topics, but, you know, we've discussed it many times on our spaces. Um, you know, you said it very well, Oscar, privacy is really about the right to choose how you use your data. It's not that you're trying to hide or hoard data so that no one ever has access to it or that no one ever sees anything. And, um, it's just that you as the owner of that data have the choice to share it when you want to, um, to Carter. Similar question. Uh, why is privacy so important to you as a builder? Um, and was this something that you you kind of felt inside you before you started shaking and moving in the secret network? Um, obviously, you said you wrote a book, uh, spent years writing a book uh, before actually contributing to the secret network and Shape Protocol. Um, I'm curious, like, why is privacy so important to you? And when did that kind of like hit you, so to speak? For sure. So I think... I think for me, the turning point was studying kind of the history of encryption in the 80s and the 90s, where you had um, the government essentially trying to shut down encryption as something that was illegal. Uh, And you had like your mathematicians and professors, like these normal good people that believed that encryption was necessary to help you know, protect people's data on the internet. And at the end of the day, I think the realization for me is the the, the things that are labeled dangerous, um, spe- like specifically tied to attributes, are the same things that offer really strong protections, right? And so privacy is, is a protection that is worth fighting for, period. Um, because like people always talk about a world with privacy and the dangers that might involve, but like, think about the opposite, right? The, the opposite is a world with no privacy. And intuitively, um, I think everyone knows that that doesn't, that doesn't feel, that doesn't feel right, that it feels wrong. Um, and trusting that gut instinct that the opposite of a world with privacy is, is not a world that's, um, healthy and or as safe as one with privacy is all you need to know about the cause of privacy. 100%. That was extremely eloquently put. Um, so that's, that's also a really good segue into the main topic of what we're talking about today. So as everyone can see here, the title of the space is Alter Stake Secret Pools on ShadeSwap. So we're going to be talking a bit about the upcoming launch of the Alter token on ShadeSwap. So to kick this off, Oscar, um, I want to ask you, what was it that originally enticed you about the idea of getting Alter listed on ShadeSwap, and and uh, why do you think this is an important development for the the product and the token holders? Yeah, nice. Thanks for the question. Yeah, first of all, um, after the Secret Swap, like we were the first project actually who were using the Secret Swap mostly uh natively there and then of course after the incident and whatever happened there uh that that stays in 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 history um but we needed to find a safe place and of course one of them was uh sienna's first but of course having the exposure to shade which is like um i would say like exploding in terms of like liquidity interactions volume and like there's no brainer that we should get listed there and also maintain our liquidity there and i would say it was long waited um so um and we, we really want to kind of like incorporate uh long-term relationship and support 
So that's why we are also um, wanting to deploy there because um, I know Carter and uh, also Shay has been delivering and yeah, it's a no-brainer. Plus, uh, uh, people are interested to uh, interact and provide liquidity with on onto the Shay protocol. So, so yeah, um, and definitely we need to. Um, in, um, improve the liquidity in general on secrets. So secret surge is there and these kind of like incentives, I would say is also growing the recognition uh, of the current ecosystem we have. Uh, it's still small, but um, I would say it's uh, stable with, with the OGs that we have and some new projects that are coming in. And when it comes to like alter token sign, like first of all, we will do uh, a bit of re reorganization of the token utility added. Uh, one of the utilities will be that um, instead of like paying certain amount of like in USD currencies, uh, we'll be actually using Alter Token as an access token. So basically, uh, we'll have a program where basically if you have uh, ten Alter Tokens, that is like the access to the platform and and all the features there. And second, uh, when we reach like twenty thousand users, like the the uh, amount of tokens will decrease. So um, so basically, like from ten tokens to eight tokens, when we reach like fifty thousand users, we are then going to five to five tokens, etc. So that's like an access token, and it is super limited. It's just only forty million uh, of other tokens that are vested for five years together. So. Um, so that's that's what we want to have is the access token uh, with the altar. And second thing, we have been touching a bit of DeFi. <laughs> uh, and the thing is, uh, peer swap. Uh, that is something that we wanted to build uh, on Archway because of their so-called network um, setup where the so-called fees are being generated and also given as revenue. So partially from those fees will be buying and also providing liquidity for Alter. So you'll have the piece of uh, the success of that product too. And also, of course, we have our validator business where we also share, um, I would say, uh, buyback and uh, also providing liquidity with that. So so we want to kind of like incorporate all four success intents with the limited supply. And as you know, we don't have any emissions and as it is, it's. Uh, I think it will generate quite a lot of um, personally like uh, value in 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 the future. So, and again, it's bearish markets. People expect everybody to have uh, um, high exposure, super pumps. But when it comes to like liquidity, well, the whole market is illiquid, and uh, of course, like. Uh, um, Price-wise, yeah, not not so happy. But when it comes to, I would say, the potential of the growth, it is something that is much more um, better to focus on. Uh, how we can grow the value more and more. And Alter haven't seen any bullish market. Like we launched at the beginning of bearish market when the, uh, the Bitcoin went down like ten uh, percent on the day we launched like public sale. <laughs> and uh, afterwards as well. So um, we haven't seen any uh, uh, bullish market so far. So <laughs> and hopefully it, it's soon. It's soon a bullish market. And I think so as well, that it is very soon. Question for you, Oscar. Thanks for the, the, the rundown there. I'm, I'm super curious about the liquidity on Secret Swap. How, how much volume has and how much activity has the, the Alter Token team? And is there any plans to consolidate liquidity or do you like having liquidity spread out across multiple venues? Just curious to get your strategy from, from your perspective. Yeah. So what, what's our strategy now is um, basically migrate as much we have or someone else who have, who are supporting us on secret swap um, to um, uh, move to the shade. Like that's the first thing. And second thing is also to grow one uh, specialized pair on Blizzard, which is 80 against 20 uh, proportionality uh, with uh, Alter and Atom. So it'll like secret wrap Atom since we have quite a lot of them in the network. I think it's like 
super nice to have i would say one one of the stabilized uh, tokens in on cosmos hub and um and then on the shade side it will be the stake secret like and those are the, the two main uh, entry points that we want to have on the on the secret side so and nothing else um we have do we do have on sienna uh, we will continue to support there um but yeah the, the so called most popularity here is like with the with secrets stake secret i would say and atom so and i think atom pair like uh, proper proportionality of like 80% of alter and 20% of atom also will be nice um, um addition to to the current one and yeah we we do are we are like pulling um our supporters uh, to provide liquidity initially and as well to earn for the, those rewards. So, yeah. Yeah, those weighted pools on Blizzard are super cool because it, it's easier to bootstrap um, liquidity in the sense of, uh, like there's, with, I'm assuming it's like an 80-20 split. So there's, it, it makes it a lot easier to buy Alter, but not necessarily easier to like sell it. And I think it's like, that's a really cool, setup that blizzard has so cool to see secret DeFi uh continue to grow and definitely excited to see alter's story unfold in the next uh next year or so thank you so much yeah and uh of course we we are here to stay and uh and build further on so um any setbacks are our learning experience too and definitely um we seek I would say in the bullish market, like nice, nice ways how we can all grow together. Yeah. Really appreciate that answer, Oscar. You know, as I'm sitting here uh, listening to you, I can't help but think of the integration opportunities and flexibility that ShadeSwap provides. And, and to be honest, it's, it's not just ShadeSwap. It's multiple different applications and products within Shade Suite, Stake Secret, Lend, Silk, Swap, all working together. Um, when I think about the flexibility that Shade provides when it comes to providing a place to host liquidity and trade both application and layer one tokens, it, it really puts a smile on my face uh, because I know this is going to bode well uh, for Shade in the future. Um, anyone that has uh, been to Shade Swap before and looked at the different pools, you'll notice that most pools are paired to either Silk or Shade. Both of those are tokens um, that Shade Protocol uh, built. Silk is the primary token paired with assets on ShadeSwap. It is the native stablecoin for the Shade Protocol ecosystem. Um, but having that flexibility to allow secret network native tokens such as Alter to pair with, um, to, to have that flexibility for how they want to pair their assets to provide that deep native liquidity, whether it be Secret Secret, which is, I think, the token that most people in the secret network are most aware of. I think it's still the most interacted uh, most interacted with contract on the secret network. Um, or Stake Secret, which is the staking derivative for secret, and it's also the token that Alter is going to be paired to, um, you know, if you're pairing to that, it allows for a much more attractive LP experience. Your opportunity cost when LPing the stake secret and alter is much lower because you're still earning staking rewards with your secret that you're um, with your stake secret that you're LPing with, and and similarly the the liquidity is deep, uh, you know, similar uh, deep liquidity as secret secret. So, you know, all these different optionalities are going to be um, really helpful in the future. And it's great to see Alter want to uh, pair with Stake Secret, the uh, staking derivative that Shade Protocol built for uh, the secret token for Secret Network. Um, Carter, quick question for you here, uh, kind of regarding what I just said. I'm curious what you think about the optionality that is and, and flexibility that is offered with ShadeSwap. I know in the past you've mentioned that you'd love to see permissionless listing and incentivization of pools on ShadeSwap. So I'm curious how you think Shade swaps positioning and its flexibility it offers is going to help that out in the long run for projects like Alter. For sure. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, Shade Swap is a it's a marketplace, right? And some dexes out there kind of curate and protect and try to set 
rules that people have to, you know, hop through multiple hoops in order to like, get on a DEX. But at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm more in favor of letting protocols come in and define the pairs they want to use because it's, it's their incentives, right? It's their capital. It's their risk that they're taking. Um, and so we want to make it as easy as possible for, for projects to begin creating liquidity uh, for whatever they want and get exposure to a large user base of traders and liquidity providers. Uh, it's it's not our job to try to, you know, force a certain setup or a certain situation. It's far better just to let the free market do its thing because, uh, you know, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. Um, Alter now gets exposure to all the assets on the entire exchange. They get access to the thousands of users on the platform that are there every day. And Shade Protocol benefits because it gets, you know, Alter users on the Shade Protocol um, platform. Uh, it gets a small percentage of trading fees, like on the pool. It's it's very very minuscule at this point, but you know the protocol does benefit from it. So overall, it's it's a symbiotic relationship, and we want to onboard projects as fast and as seamless as possible. One hundred percent. And you know, before we did this space, I was already uh, pretty set in my excitement, um, but I think I can firmly say that I'm extremely excited for the launching of the Alter Pool and even more excited about the, the community and protocol synergies that are going to emerge from this. Um, you know, I know that there's already a decent bit of overlap between community members. Obviously, there's a huge overlap between uh, the shared ethos between the groups, um, but it is never a bad idea or time to get two incredibly passionate communities and groups of builders together to build each other up. Um, so, Oscar, one one quick question for you. I'm sure everyone here has been aware of all of the recent news about different centralized exchanges and uh, crypto assets being under fire by regulatory bodies and, and privacy tokens being even more so under fire. And this makes me think of, you know, the, the relationship of DEXs and sexes in this space. They they. Ultimately, they play the same key uh, roles, that onboarding, that access to liquidity, the marketplace that Carter was talking about, but how they service those customers and um, sort of the rights that they give those customers as they interact with them are very different. And thinking about what's going on right now in the news with, um, you know, some of the some of the fire un, regulatory fire that uh, different centralized exchanges are under right now, it's making me think that the flippening of DEXs having higher volume in TVL than centralized exchanges is going to happen quicker than I originally anticipated as a result of you know this restriction to access uh, global financial systems. And so, Oscar, I'm curious, what role do you see DEXs such as Shade Swap in? Uh, playing and helping establish liquidity for application tokens across various crypto ecosystems. Um, I'm not sure everyone here realizes the burden that it is to actually get a token listed on a centralized exchange and um, yeah, um, outweigh the out, or sorry the the cons sometimes outweigh the benefits. So I'm curious what you think the role of DEXs are going to play in helping projects like Alter in the future. Yeah, I I think. Um, before I start answering like the the question, like one thing that we have been um, analyzing is that central exchanges are trying to charge massive massive fees for listing tokens. Like that's the first thing that like um, I would say stops uh, good projects on the early stage to list there, because if you want to take their deal, like they will take the token and basically dump it later on. So, and I've seen many projects in that way, like super, super depressive, uh, becoming the community when the central exchange is dumping the token because you have paid them the hefty fee. And the fee is starting like from 100,000 till up till half a million that you need to pay. The, uh, depends on like which tier of the central exchange this and what kind of like packages you're doing like and this is what um i would say community also should be educated about that i mean central exchange like good part but how it will impact the project itself um second thing is on the question of, of, of yours is that um 
I think it will be harder to get some central exchange listings. Um, and it will be depending on like where the central exchange is regulated and also in which kind of like geographical um, location they're, they're located mainly. And so far, like Asia hasn't been banning so much, but um, I would say like when it comes to like United States, yeah, it, and Europe, I would say, yeah, it, it is getting like super bad uh, in a way of like supporting privacy based to tokens so decent exchanges will have its booming effect uh, later on when central exchanges will be forced uh, to comply with so many rules that the retails will not be interested to comply with them because it will be a bureaucracy overhead for everybody to participate in the so-called DeFi world um, and central exchanges is actually the biggest part of on-ramps. So that's why I think the biggest part for DeFi to grow in the indexes is how we can solve the on-ramp uh, thing. And that, that will be the moneymaker question or solution that somebody will like think of. And um, there might be already something that we don't know of, but um, that's like the first thing like DEXs need to take care of. And maybe even simple KYC if they if the exchange wants to kind of like expand their markets, but um, I don't like it. To be fair, like <laughs> KYC is on like uh, Web three, and it kind of means that we are like giving up on our privacy, uh, and basically we are like uh, creating the same environment from the traditional finance where we are the top layer of bureaucracy. So, but yeah. I'm bullish on DEXs. <laughs> Obviously, we're extremely bullish on DEXs as well. Um, Carter, uh, I want to ask you the same thing. What role do you see DEXs such as ShadeSwap playing in the future when it comes to onboarding new users for both applications looking to host liquidity, um, but also as an introduction jumping off point for people to further explore the Shade Protocol ecosystem? For sure. Well, I think... Web3 still needs to solve kind of like the censorship resistant on-ramp puzzle. I don't think that's fully been solved yet. And it's going to be difficult for decentralized exchanges to be able to facilitate the direct connection of, say, a bank account to an exchange. So I think that's like a, a harsh reality that centralized exchanges absolutely helped fill that role. And then there's infrastructure built on top of that, right? Like there's quote-unquote fiat on-ramps and off-ramps and really all it is is um, these services help seamlessly get people to have their dollars get sent to a centralized exchange have it then sent to a custodial wallet somewhere and then have it swap for, for something else within the world of DeFi so either way it's going to be it's going to be tough to not have as much liquidity on the on-ramps that being said there's this huge opportunity because now all of these users that maybe haven't, you know, tried DeFi before and have just been on centralized exchanges, this might be the moment where they there's really like a fork in the road. Like they're either going, going to, you know, leave crypto, sell it for dollars and, and walk away because they're worried about the legal risks or they kind of take the jump and they, and they do, you know, they make their first ever self-custodial wallet and they get their crypto off, off a centralized exchange and they, they get exposed to this kind of beautiful uh, permissionless world of DeFi. And so do these events accelerate the adoption of, of, of decentralized exchanges? Absolutely. Um, is it also a massive step backwards in terms of onboarding people? Yes, make no mistake. It is still, it is still very bad for the industry from the liquidity standpoint, um, but it also might be better from an ethos uh, side of things because I think the battle the battle lines are finally drawn and there's going to be a fork in the road where projects are going to have to choose between like before you could kind of LARP about decentralization you, you, you could LARP a lot of things but when, when, when the legalities finally get involved who's actually going to take a principled stance on what they're building you know given the choice between liquidity but you give up some decentralization, you give up some custodialship with, with your protocol, 
given that versus a more decentralized alternative, what what will people pick? Uh, and that that's I think that's going to be the biggest question of the next five years because because at the end of the day, it's actually going to be the users decide the future of crypto, and um, that's why this is going to be a, a battle of education, a battle of accessibility, and um, yeah, where we get to be part of the change and, and hopefully hopefully this uh, turns into something good. Yeah, when I think about the synergies um, that ShadeSwap provides, I'm thinking from a Shade Protocol perspective here, the overlap of these different communities, such as Alter, you know, wanting to find a place to host liquidity. As a result, they they build up that liquidity um, on particular DEXs, and you immediately have overlap of communities, of this ethos. And I think we would all be um kind of lying to ourselves if some of the biggest dexes and cosmos haven't benefited from these same sorts of um relationships if you look at osmosis being sort of the incumbent dex in the cosmos the overlap of the osmosis community with all of these other projects in the cosmos trying to build um build projects host their liquidity provide access uh, to their services you know a lot of people's first a lot of people's first trip is to that DEX to buy that token, um, especially if the token is required for gas or uh, in the case of Alter, it'd be this, uh, you know, this access token. Um, so seeing Shade starting to take that sort of role, um, especially with a very privacy centric focused um, understanding that we have this ethos that privacy is a human right. I think that, um, you know, the synergies of, uh, sort of the services that we're offering and the imbued ethos within what we're building, I think going to be really synergistic with uh, communities onboarded into the future. So personally, this is like a really bullish moment for me. Um, and I know it's a bullish moment for a lot of other people. Um, so nothing but excitement from my end and, and from most of the, or from the rest of the uh, Shade Protocol team. Um, I do want to go ahead and uh, mention this now. If anyone has any questions from the audience, please go ahead and request to speak, and we'll bring you up momentarily. Just wanted to put that out there as we're getting to the last 10 or so minutes of this space. Um, but in the meantime, Carter or Oscar, if you guys have any questions or anything you, anything you guys would like to talk about in particular, I think we'd all love to hear what's on you guys' mind, whether it be about what's going on in the news or what you guys are most excited about. Um, regarding uh, this integration or upcoming product announcements. I'd love to know about the Alter kind of roadmap for the next year, if there's any like really high level items that could be shared, because I'm, I'm super curious what what's in the pipeline. Uh, yes, exactly. So first of all, our orientation is for the integration part. So we want to have an easy way how we can support um, first of all, integrations to any DAP or a protocol. Uh, so they have like uh, in-game uh, or uh, in in products are called communications. And the way we want to kind of like uh, create it is like a much more easier way how currently people are like uh, registering and log logging into. And at the same time, we also want to kind of like provide a permissionless front, front end for that. Uh, so projects don't need to kind of like waste time with the front end uh, when you, when you like in integrate it because um, it's easy to integrate things if you have a good API or SDK. But when it comes to like front end, like this is something that usually people are a little bit struggling and <laughs> takes time. And this is what we kind of like want to offer uh, upfrontly. And when it comes to expansion of Alter, so we want to see how we can. Uh, bridge something over to the zero knowledge proof networks to get their audience onto us. Uh, so that's like from the business development and also partly from product side. And peer swap is also one thing that we want to have exposure for with the OTC deals. And same time, you can also communicate uh, privately with the OTC deal, um, giver and taker, because when it comes to like larger projects or smaller ones that wants to uh, sell tokens or obtain new investors like OTC deal desks, they mostly are on central exchanges. And this is like what we want to have is like a, a 
private in a way and permissionless in a way that you can easily OTC deal anything you have. Um, and in a way that, uh, well, it's a screw account based and uh, governed by smart contracts, which is super nice. So uh, you don't need to trust like parties to transfer like the first side or second side of tokens. And basically it is solving the sol- uh, some problems between like trust, trust issues for certain deals. And mobile support continued development there. And when it comes to um, uh, so-called uh, access of the uh, altar, so as I mentioned, we'll be revamping up the altar access and it will be based on the token amount that you have uh, with altar. So and that will be a new way actually uh, that will be huge for demanding uh, in both of the sides of the product and also the token side. And we want to make one public channel or so-called way how you can like easily just hop on Altar and have an exposure there and chat in a so-called massive global um, Twitter-like, not Twitter-like, but like global channel um, to give like the first impression, also recognize each other. Um, so it will be like an opened, it will be less private, but it will be opened, which is nice. Uh, that gives like the first feeling and touches of like what is alter communication platform all about, and yeah, um, in general we want to also have the NFT gated chats where basically you can easily add the NFT smart contract and you can create your own uh, chat group that is permissionless. So in a way that uh, you don't need to have any more Discord uh, roles or Telegram bots or whatever that is verifying everything it will be automatically with the with the wallet if you own that nft for example board eight yacht club uh can easily then create their own channel there permissionlessly with their nfts and the nft with your wallet will be the access point so um and then um when it comes to like uh file management this is something that we want to kind of like see how uh, we can expand other products integrations for storage side. And of course, one of the biggest parts that we have announced uh, and we are kind of like exploring more as an as an additional product for Alter is the confidential uh, cloud hosting. Uh, that means that like with uh, confidential Kubernetes, um, you can have the non-blockchain part hosted on a public cloud which doesn't have any access to your code which is super nice and this is way i think the the central exchanges will need in the future to not have uh, i would say problems or uh, possible impacts from the um, server providers and if you use cloud providers as well um, I think like confidential Kubernetes, like where you deploy your um, code, your instance, uh, I think it's pretty neat as well, uh, including the AI, AI part because AI is processing your data and they are saving somewhere. And if you build your AI product, like you need to have a confidential uh, part or you own your own bare metal server. But I mean, the costs are f- crazy and uh, also how much of demand that the GPUs are now like, I don't think like people will be able to uh, afford that. So I think like confidential confidentiality for 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 the computing side that are not non blockchain uh, thing is, uh, um, I think will be very demanding. So, well, thanks for the rundown on features. The uh, quite a few to talk about there. I think the one I'd be most interested in is the in app. Kind of chatting experience i always thought it'd be cool if within this app experiences out there if you had easy access to the community and so as opposed to having like a siloed out communication chat on a different tab if it could actually be actually be built in app would be super interesting um i think that's i think that's maybe somewhat what you're alluding to like an in-app widget that's i think that's a great idea yeah, exactly. Thank you. Well, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for joining this discussion today. A uh, special thank you to Oscar from Alter uh, for joining, as well as Carter. It was wonderful talking to you both, catching up with you. 
uh, again, almost a year later Oscar. Um, and I, I really look forward to seeing the Alter Token and Pool Live on Shade Swap later this afternoon. For anyone who wants to keep up to date with what Alter has going on with Alter Communications, their infrastructure, um, follow them on Twitter, join their Discord, uh, Telegram, and definitely try out their products. Um, I've had my lifetime subscription for Alter pretty much uh, since I heard about Alter. Um, I, I wager to say I was probably one of the first hundred people uh, to get my lifetime subscription, and my Alter ID is still in my bio for anyone who's trying to communicate with me through Alter. Um, to for anyone looking to stay up to date with Shade Protocol, make sure to give our Twitter a follow, join our Discord, Telegram communities. We always love seeing new faces in the community. Um, and again, I want to thank all of you here for joining us this morning for this discussion. This has been a great discussion. This is recorded, so you guys will be able to go back and listen to this. Um, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day, and I look forward to seeing people providing liquidity in the Alter Stake secret pool. Um, if anyone needs any um, learning materials for how to provide liquidity, if you've never provided liquidity on ShadeSwap before, just look up Shade Protocol on YouTube. You'll find our YouTube channel, and we've got a bunch of different tutorials discussing how to LP on ShadeSwap and, and how to do a bunch of the other various things uh, within the Shade Protocol ecosystem. So before you know the pools launch, definitely suggest you go familiarize yourself with both the application, which you can find at app.shadeprotocol.io, and definitely suggest you go into our YouTube uh, subscribe to our YouTube and check out some of the tutorials. That way, when the pool is launched, you are 100% ready to go. And with that, we will go ahead and round this out. Thank you all for being here. I hope you all have a great rest of the day. And as we always say, there's always room in the shade. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Shade Protocol hosting a discussion with Alter on the stake secret pools live on ShadeSwap. Recorded on Thursday, June 8th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Meow. Nice. I'm going to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you're going to love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning And I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun And then I'm like, one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it To sum up everything we built her in the last hundred upsets You're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man I keep Robo here, grinning it, it, throwing up anarchy Smoking toiletries, spitting philosophies Look at the dossier, we rack like geography There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried Imagine the smell, that shit is a vital experience without knowing how you will not survive, period. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaces of a life, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. Nick, you just a little rat, man. Go on, fuck off, man. Do one. Harmony. No, no, the wonder you're looking for a fucking job. You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at the best. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsored lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is busting Think of all the loss of crew Just to pick up off the tricky custom Not the year All those sub-downs would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over How to divide my time between Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash phone bang, they feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relayers Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader It's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance That everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are. We know where they live. And we're, and we're going to their house with a wrench, a big wrench. And we will attack them with the wrench. And then we will take their
their validation mode physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men Ten spaces. 